guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, adventure awaits us in the sky as we take flight into the 1930s with mobsters, Nazis, and some good old-fashioned Americana. Because we're talking about the Rocketeer, so let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? I'm so... Sure. Wanna date? Listen, sister. If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. Just look like you like me and let's fan time. Alright? No. It snakes up to this pig. Wolfman's got nards. What did I say? No jelly rolls. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Because hey, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult tonight. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to our iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We have one to do tonight. Shout out! What's well, kind of too? Someone left us a star review, which I appreciate. Thank you for leaving us the star review. But then we also got our one hundredth review. Oh yeah, yeah. So this will hey, be all right. Hey, wait a minute, where's our fucking pizza? <laughs> That's why I said I wanted wings. We can get pizza too. This will be the 100th uh, down review. If you want to support the show, head over to iTunes. Please re- leave us a review. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show, like I said before. Uh, and then when you're done with that, head over to... Uh, what the fuck am I thinking? Redbubble.com is what I'm thinking. Head over there. Search Colt Film Shop in the search bar or CFIR. Uh, purchase a shirt. And then when you're done purchasing a shirt, head over to YouTube. Subscribe there. Subscribe to the podcast also. That's all the plugs. As usual, I am joined by Cosmith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbert. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. We are going to talk about The Rocketeer tonight. It was directed by Joe Johnston, came out in 1991, had a budget of $40 million, made $46.7 million in the box office, is rated PG, and currently sits at a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. This was Kyle's pick. Kyle, why'd you pick The Rocketeer? Um, I picked The Rocketeer because I fucking loved this movie as a mm-hmm. child. I watched this movie. I can't even tell you how many times, actually. I'm not even going to pretend to to throw a guess out there. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. After watching the movie Willow, I, I, they have similar sounding scores, musical scores. And that watch the movie just made me think of, God damn, I'm, I haven't seen Rocketeer in forever. So I thought, as all things that we cherish and we love... Let's destroy it on our podcast and, and make me not like it anymore. So I thought <laughs> this would be a fun conversation. Oh, man. What, uh, what else do you love? You love pizza? We're going to destroy it. Well, anyone... I was trying to destroy some pizza, but apparently we didn't order it. <laughs> we any. missed out on that. Had anyone not seen this film before? Anyone? Anyone in this room? Didn't think so because the marketing was fucking everywhere growing up. So <laughs> If you were a kid hard, in the 90s. Hard to miss this one in 91. Yeah. You knew what the Rocketeer was. Chris, when did you see the Rocketeer? Uh... Not long after it had come out, I probably did. I did not go to the theater to see this movie. I saw it on home video. Same here, same here. Home yeah. video. You see, you too, Mike. No, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you bet I did. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> bet I did. I while I was eating my Rocketeer cereal. Oh my god! Right? Right. Rocketeer cereal? Did, was there? A, I don't know. I imagine they I probably there did was. have was a Rocketeer there, it was, cereal. No, it was with, like big thing with McDonald's. Yeah. No, they did advertising with a lot of companies. Probably, probably. I just remember the I just remember the Nintendo game and just being yeah. infuriated by it. That game is so goddamn hard. Game is not easy. The first level is you're fucking you have to fly the plane in the race and I always lose. Yeah, it's never ridiculous. got past. You have it. to like go around these banners. Yeah, and it's like it you know one false move and you go careening and crashing into the ground. Yeah, you're just killing civilians. Yeah, it's real life. 
in this movie. One wrong move. And the he, danger is yeah. that. You know, Except the stakes in this movie, all high. he does is crash mo- planes and like... Yeah, yeah and true. he survives. This is giving Survive. me a false sense of like security around a plane. Like I feel like I can just crash, barred and crash a plane right now. The other thing that I was actually talking to Chris about this earlier, uh, that it is, it's funny, is like this is kind of like the second film in the Hollywood's, I feel like, love for the fucking 30s or like comic book yeah, things from the 30s. Thir- serial comic books. Yeah, because ser- you, uh, had, you era. had the year before this was Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. Right. Then Dick Tracy. Then what was ninety four was the shadow and ninety six was Tracy the phantom. Came out twice. Yeah, I I would no. also I would right? also count Batman. Dick Tracy was first. Then this yes. came out. Yes, I'd also count I the original count, Batman. I would count Batman as well because it has a very like nineteen thirties feel. Yeah. Yeah. even though it's like even all the all the cop cars are straight from the thirties. The- okay, yeah. We'll throw Let's it in talk there. about the Batman world really quick. How do we go from Batman one nineteen thirties cop cars to Batman four neon? You can't just because that's when it's Joel Schumacher took yeah, over. Joel Schumacher was just like, <laughs> I don't was, like this. These Studebakers no, anymore. See, that's how Joel Warner Joel Brothers Spade didn't like. No, Warner Brothers didn't like it. And they wanted something like, like more lighthearted because the uh, returns being so dark. And basically, he took the his. It's basically Joel Schumacher's homage to the '60s uh, show, okay. which definitely comes across when you watch it now, and it's still terrible. Yep, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, this is this is like in the the center film. This is Disney's attempt at yes. the that that style of yes. film, that world of film of yeah. the thirty because that yeah. was the hot. Sh- apparently, it was the hot shit to do because I'm sure Dick Tracy was a huge hit, not only marketing but toys wise. I oh, mean, merchandising, yes, yeah. like through the roof. Well, this is like this is like you're talking the '90s, so this is when like this is when advertisers really fucking found out that like holy shit we can merchandise the fuck out of these movies and sell so much to all these kids you know so that's when you start seeing movies like this like shadow and phantom these are all like what they thought are bankable toys or action figures they can get out of it totally and it yeah is hollywood's obsession with and then you have uh jennifer jennifer conley's in this movie which we'll get into her i want to talk about her beautiful jennifer Conley. Uh, i also want to talk very much about um uh oh my god why james bond why am i freaking out on james bond here James Bond. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Thank right, you. We'll right. get into him. But before we get into those people, we should probably get into Plots with Mike. I bet we do. I bet we are going to get into Plots with Mike. Are you ready? I'm ready. Everybody? Here we Let's go. Let's go. All right. The Rocketeer. It stars a, a young, young man, a young pilot. His name is Billy, right? Cliff Secor. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Billy. I think his real name is Billy. It's Billy Campbell, played by Billy Campbell. Yes. And... Uh, you know he's kind of like a hotshot pilot, and uh, he he has like a crew, like uh, led by Alan Alda. It's almost like it's like a Alan Arkin, Alan Alda, <laughs> Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin. <laughs> yes, I'm getting them all wrong. Like, hey, did you watch Rockets here or the Mash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching Mash the whole time. Um, it's a hotshot pilot name. Hawkeye or something. Yeah, Hawkeye Pierce and uh, you know, uh, was it Radar? Radar in, was his uh, technician, I think. 1920s Vietnam. It's Korean War, but keep going, I guess. You're, <laughs> you're fucking, you're fucking, you're fucking mashup too. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, you're chugging along here. All right. Doing anyways, great. so uh, the Rocketeer it stars uh, Cliff. He's a hotshot pilot. Uh, he's with a crew. Of uh, guys led by Alan Arkin's Peavy, which is a really weird name for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, he leads this crew. I guess are, are they a race crew? Are they like yeah. a stunt no, flying ra- crew? It's a. Ra- they're trying to get into nationals, from what I remember. This yeah, is so just like bring it on. They're race yeah. pilots. So they're they're, okay. they're race pilots. They're, they're they're trying to do 
plane racing. Exactly. All yeah. right. That's stunt good. pilot. Race? Stunt pilot. What? Uh, no race. Pilot. I think we get. We think we no. established the race pilots. Uh, so one day he's flying his his their only plane that they just put together, and he happens upon a shootout between the FBI and the mob. And for some reason, the mob decides, hey, I'm going to shoot that plane out of the sky. I know. <laughs> uh, so they shoot the plane out of the sky. He flies down. Um, the FBI, as they're going after the mob, the mob uh, uh, holds up into like a hangar, like a plane hangar. And then you re- they reveal what exactly the FBI is looking for. It's this, it's this uh, weird mechanism. It's actually a rocket, a backpack powered rocket. I don't know jet what you pack? would call it. A jetpack. Thank you. And uh, they hide this jetpack. Um, after the FBI arrest him and stuff like that, uh, Cliff, he he happens upon this jetpack and uh, he dons the jetpack and he becomes the rocketeer. <laughs> uh, In an effort to raise money to rebuild their plane. Correct, because he's got nothing left. The plane got destroyed. Yeah. Uh, he's also dates... Um, What's Jennifer Connelly's character, who, who oddly enough plays Jenny? Can't get that name wrong. Nope. Uh, and uh, she's an actress, an up and coming actress. And uh, they're on the rocks a little bit. They're a little rocky. She's an extra. Yeah, she's she's a little. She's not exactly. She wants to be a big movie she's star. She's not an A lister yet. No, <laughs> she hasn't gotten there. No, but they're on the rocks, and uh, <laughs> there's a Timothy Dalton. He plays Neville Sinclair, who is like this weird Nazi actor. He's a he's, he's the villain. He's the he's villain. A, yeah, he's a Nazi sympathizer, much like um, it's one of the villains. I don't think oh, he's an actual Nazi. Yeah, I think he's an actual. No, not just a well, sympathizer. Well, he, he's yeah. modeled after that actor from the thirties, Errol, Th- Errol Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, was imagine. Errol Flynn a Nazi? Th- s- sympathizer? He was a sympathizer. Yeah, was he? Mm-hmm. I have to look that well, up. Guy's, well, he's an actual Nazi. This one, and he there there. It's just basically he's after the the uh, jetpack because the jetpack is going to fuel the new era of Nazi warfare, which is men on jetpacks. Taking yes. over America yeah. with yeah. Yeah. I guess machine guns or something? I don't know. I've never heard someone struggle so hard to describe a jetpack. I, I know. <laughs> I laugh for like 15 minutes quietly by myself over there. It's tough. It, they don't call them the, the jetpack tier. They call them the rocket yeah. rocket tier. It's a rocket. Yeah. So immediately I thought like, back. oh yeah, it's a rocket. Yeah. It's a backpack. It's a rocket. <laughs> All right. Backpack rockets. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the rocketeer. Claire! Mm-hmm. I like it. What in the hell is the matter with you? Are you trying to kill yourself? We don't know how long this thing stays up. How much fuel's in her? If you want to look around, you got to use your eyeballs. This thing's got a rudder on it. If you turn your head, you change course. You hear what I'm saying? Boy, you banged that up pretty good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix that. PV, you can fix anything. Uh oh, we got company. Must be the news boys. You put on quite a show. And we're back. We're talking about the Rocketeer 1991. Let's get into something we haven't asked in a really long time because I felt like it didn't need to be asked, but now I got to ask it. Yeah, we've gotten enough complaints, I think. Yep, here it is. Is the Rocketeer a cult film? Yes or no? Let's start around the room. Let's go to Mike first. We're going to end on the person who yeah, picked the movie. I don't. I don't know. It's tough. I, I would say a no on that. But I think I also said that Dick Tracy wasn't a cult film at the time. Mm-hmm. I think this is even less a cult film. No. No, people, probably people more know about The Rocketeer. Yeah, what do you think? I, here's my... Oh, thing. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is that your, is that your response? Wait, which way are you well, going my answer, around the room? My answer well, is, he asked me. My an- yeah, I was asking Cody. Okay, all right. 
Where I'm going with well, it. We're going to go around the room, then then discussion can ensue. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, I, yeah, I don't think so because I mean, I don't think Deck Tracy was a cold film. I struggled a little bit with Willow even being a cold film, no, even though I, I picked it. Um, yeah, I just I don't think I think it's just a popular film that we all watched as a kid because that it was a huge marketing Disney film, and we all just were like, all right. I so I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't say yes to that, Chris. I would say no. I would say. All the reasons that you just said, Mike, yeah, is it was just a popular movie when we were kids, and you know it was cool because it had the jetpack marketing, the cool look, like it looked like an action figure, which is really, you know, I mean, they they really targeted us, you know, our generation. So I think it's just a popular movie that nobody really remembers that well. Exactly the whole film, they just remember the the popular parts about it. Kyle. Oh, they're gonna go to me last. Uh, oh, I'll go. I'll go. I, no, I, I, I don't mind room. going. No, I go. I I think it is, and and the reason I think it is is uh, this movie was an utter and complete failure for Disney, and, and to the point that Disney uh, like vaulted it, and they're just not going to touch it ever again. But I read something interesting was that um, after the I think twentieth anniversary premiere of it, um, they had it in L. A. Um, fans lined up around the block, like dressed all in Rocketeer gear, and like di- that's the only reason Disney's actually like, oh, maybe I should, maybe we should work on a sequel to this, and that's why a sequel is, was put into production. How'd that come out? It hasn't come out yet. It's in production right is now. Is it still in production? I actually it's in writing phase right oh, now. Wow. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't think it's a cold film. Okay. Uh, I I for all the same reasons that Chris and and Mike laid out, uh, I think the the character is somewhat iconic in film. As far as the look of the Rocketeer, um, but I yeah I don't think this is I don't. Here's the thing: the only time I've ever heard of anybody dressing up like the Rocketeer is at the 20th anniversary <laughs> when people dressed up to, like, around the block at the that like seriously. Yeah, I've never I've seen, not seen, like, seen a con. I've, seen con. Yeah. I've never seen never in yeah. my years of going to cons have I seen one cosplayer do the Rocketeer. Well, let's be let's be fair though. We're 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 going to Arizona's con. You don't get the cream of the crop out here. <laughs> well, you're Arizona, right. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona is all about what's popular now. I mean, have you? We've seen enough photos of cons and I, co- cosplays yeah, and, and stuff. I've, and I've, I, I've seen Rocket. I really haven't. Myself, I don't I think I have. But I think you know what? I think uh, the the I think we can agree to disagree on one thing, which I like. Cody brought up. But I think it's a cult film character. I don't necessarily know if this movie maybe okay. is a, a cult, cult film, film, but I think character? it's a cult film character. Much like much like much like Jason or these are cult characters. You can't really this, say all those. I think this lives more in the imaginations of '90s kids than anything else. Because, like, I'll, I'll give my shit away right from the get go here, guys. I don't care. I'm crazy tonight. <laughs> um, like, this to me is just—it's a boring film. It's oh, odd. Shit. Why are we having any more any more podcasts now? It's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's oddly like just an action adventure snooze fest, which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because there's things that are like there's nothing that's done poorly in this movie like the director himself has done nothing but pretty fucking solid films like okay. I right. would say this is probably okay. one of the weakest ones in his lineups which is you know and it's not saying that this film is done like come on like the set design in this movie is pretty goddamn amazing I would say I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody else feels that way the set design is yeah. amazing yeah yeah I mean it's I mean I don't know it felt like they just ran around California and <laughs> made it look like 1930. 
Oh, his apartment. I mean, his it, apartment. It's on like, par. It's on par with any Disney film. I yeah, feel like yeah. it's. It, you know, like I feel like they no expense was spared. I know this film did go twenty million over budget. It was approved to go over budget by that much because they originally didn't think this was going to be as big of a film uh, when they started making it. And then when they the producers started seeing the dailies and stuff, they they are actually like, all right, we can dump more money into this. Do you think it feels like a big film? Because that's I, it doesn't. That's the weird thing. It tries to be a big film, I feel like. Uh, I mean, it has to be a big film, right? right? For, it it, it has is. to be. Well, A, because it's, it's, it's not a small... I mean, what was it? like? You said like 50000 right? What? 40 million, I mean? 40 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty big budget. 50000 huge. Jesus. Huge indie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, but like it's, it's a story about a man that flies through the air on a rocket. Like, I kind of feel like a, by even at, at a pitch session... This guy's like, oh, that's, not only, that's forty million dollars. Not at least. only, <laughs> not only a man, but the luckiest man I think in film history. Who that? <laughs> uh, Clifford. Clifford. You think he's lucky? Yeah, dude. That's he a- crashes every ten seconds in this movie. Oh, he's crashing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did want to talk about that because I mean, you're, it's it's kind of a joke, but I I think I actually kind of that's one of the reasons I think why I've always liked him as a hero because he sucks so much. He feels like a regular dude. He doesn't feel like. I mean, you think about it in like the day we live in now of comic book movies. Like this he's is very it's nice Kent. to see to see like a failure of a hero. He's like, very Clark Kent. I'll give him this. Like Clark, if Clark Kent had found a fucking rocket launcher, <laughs> rocket launcher, <laughs> not a rocket launcher, just strapped to his back. This isn't Miami. This isn't hard ticket to Miami. Hard <laughs> ticket to Miami. <laughs> So this is that's this is what's this is tonight's episode. This is tonight's episode. <laughs> it's all it's all rocket the wrong launchers. Stuff. Yeah, rocket launchers. Alan Alda. And back, that's and backpack that, powered rockets. Can I just say that <laughs> that's another thing that I think hurts this film. Going off going off of this, I I get they wanted. I get the casting of this choice because we're introduced to Clifford and Clifford, Cliff, Clifford, Cliff, whatever. Cliff. His name is. Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. I like, I, call him by his, one. I like to call him by his real name, Clifford. It's very. Yeah, you guys yeah. are all close. <laughs> like that. It's Jennifer and uh, yeah. <laughs> who's Peavy? Nobody. Okay. So you're you're introduced to him and he's he's a good looking kid, right? Looks like total Americana. I thought so, but I mean, just to me, it's bad when you're. Supporting actor has more charisma than your your lead actor. What do you mean? Like he's so just Which flat. Actor? Who's your supporting? Yeah, supporting PV Alan Arkin. Are you kidding? Well, it's Alan Arkin. It's Alan Arkin. He he yeah. he outshines like what, in every movie. That's he's what I'm in. saying. You, you're putting Alan Arkin up against. He had to be every. He had to be the everyman. You know, he uh, had to be just, the all good, all American good boy. Yeah, like, but like kinda... Ryan Reynolds can do it and pull it off and still make it fucking good. Yeah, I mean, this Ryan is Reynolds? like, this yeah. is, this, this is feels soft. I mean, this is a Disney movie. Like, they wanted it to be soft. I know, but this guy is just, he's not a good actor. He's not bad. No, I don't think he's bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't, bad. I don't think he did a bad me. job. I don't think yeah, he's no, memorable. I don't think you can blame He's at- not memorable. Thank you. He's not memorable at all. I don't think all. he's bad. I just don't think he's memorable. And everyone around him is much better. But what did he have to work with? Come on. Like, like everyone around listen, him. Listen, if you give a guy like these boring kind of heroic lines he's not gonna like be, you know he's not gonna be able to chris walk in this thing that's true that's true <laughs> you can't communion this shit right. can, right. can, yeah. yeah change it into <laughs> yeah, almost every, everything he says in this movie is like a, a hero's one-liner you yeah know? it's just yeah. every so, single one true. is just like i love you like, let's gee, go gee, up into golly, the air jenny like, 
Come on. He never kinda, says G golly. He, uh, he should They say some shit like that in here. They <laughs> definitely do. That's just period correct bullshit. Well, there's, he gets, there's some yeah, G's he gets, and some gollies yeah, in there. Yeah, there's some shit in here like well, that. And, like, <laughs> and he's, just, oh, he's just a bad fucking luck magnet, dude. Starts out, gets in that brand new plane, takes it up there, going to take it for a spin, pisses off the mob, flying by. Number one, you see a car chase going down in a plane. You're like, I'm going to swoop them. I'm going to swoop them. Yeah, I'm going to swoop them. I might swoop them. I'm not going to lie, guys. I, mean, oh but still, I, I might I, swoop them. I em. don't understand why the mob shoots at the plane. Because the guy's swooping them. No, that, but no. that's a threatening move. You that's the thing the I shot. did. I never understood either. Because yeah, the guy like looks at it for a second. And he's just like, no. It was obviously to show how badass they were that they'll shoot a fucking plane out of the sky. With I, no, no I legitimately thought. No, I, I no legitimately fucks. thought that the guy thought for a second. Wait, does the FBI have planes now? This must be an FBI plane, and just like goes to town it's on it. It's just so weird. Yeah. He yeah. was like laughing maniacally as he was like wielding his fucking Tommy gun. Like it was, it, he as he was shoot, Yeah, he was. He was like, ah, ha, ha, like shooting up into the sky. <laughs> hey, you're wanna... not thinking of fucking, fucking Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, filthy yeah, animal. Yeah, filthy animal. I also don't want to make it that like Cliff is too unlucky because keep in mind who he's working against. The fucking FBI are assholes in this movie. Yeah. yeah. They do not give two fucks about anybody, right? No. Yeah. It's like, really, in all honesty, the, the plane gets shot down. They kind of do owe them something. They are doing like a- They blew like, up the whole goddamn airfield. Yeah. Yeah, they're- wh- What do you mean? Because he hits the truck. He yeah, hits the gasoline the car, truck. Right, he hits right. the truck, blows up the gasoline truck, So they and then it wasn't cheap. Then it was like $5 a gallon then. <laughs> Their attitude about this whole thing is just like, not my problem, kid. Yeah, not my problem. We're, we're chasing these fucking these fucking mobsters, yeah. and I shot one of them, and he died. Yeah. And, and he <laughs> fucking drove into a thing. It's just like, yeah, the FBI oh, there's sucks, mo- there's, dude. M- there's more of that the FBI has all the way until the end of the film where they become heroes. Yeah, but, right. Like, throughout they, the entire movie, they're basically antagonists dude, what the fuck? in every way. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite lines of the movie, actually, because he's like, "Well, we got we can go back home," and he's like, "We don't have a home to go." Alan Arkin's like, "We don't have a home to go to." Gazebo, 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 gastro infusion bar called gazebo. I'm getting Gestapo and, and gazebo, 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 gazebo. It's a Nazi gazebo. It's a gazebo. Also a gastro infusion bar. Yeah, but the best, the best in Germany. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fuck that up, real good. What are we I talking did. about what? What? No, your favorite line in the movie was the uh, was Gestibo. The, it was that line because it's fucking hilarious. Gestibo. Yeah, <laughs> we all heard. We just did a bit about it. You're really gonna. You really bring that yeah. back? We gonna, are we going again? Can we, can we tell the joke again? You gotta, you gotta let that one go. <laughs> can we yes, can you just please yeah. yes so, and? Can you, you just what? yes and? <laughs> you know, Chris, some fish you gotta just throw back. Yeah. And then we're also introduced to, don't forget, the beautiful Jennifer Connelly. Oh, yes. We won't. What a babe. And she is the girlfriend. Jenny. Who wants to be an actress. Yeah. You know, just out of the She's LA, got a lot of bit, bit parts, She's got you know. dreams in her eyes. Yeah, of course. She's playing, she's playing, uh, she's playing scenery. And who fucks it up? Old fly boy, boy boyfriend coming to the set. Close set, number one. Knocking shit down. You know what, though? Yeah. In his defense, who doesn't nail a fucking wall? Yeah, like pretty a ridiculous. Like a 15-foot tall wall yeah. to the, the man, framing that yeah. they put up. They put, you mean they put up the framing and then forgot to nail the wall down? That was on Did them. he stab that dude on purpose, too, by the way? Yeah. Neville, Neville, what's his name? I, I always believed Neville he did. Neville Sinclair? Yeah, I but, always believed he like, did. Well, why? knowing what I know why? now. Yeah, like, why did he do it? Why, though? Knowing what I know now, I mean, maybe it's... I mean, uh, you, because he's a Nazi. Yeah. Maybe it's because... It's evil. 
his co-star was a secret American spy. <laughs> or his co-star found out. You think? Said, mm. there's no I indication see. that that happened. Nope, no fan no. theory, but man. No more, no more than, I guess, him being an American spy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The same amount of uh, evidence for both bullshit claims. Timothy Dalton, man, kills it. Jenith- Jenith- Dalton? Jenith- Jenith- Dalton. Timothy Dalton? Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Yeah, I, tonight. I, he's that guy that I, I you see and you're like, I know I've like seen him a million times, but I can never remember who he is. Yeah, then you go, yeah, it's James fucking Bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, for like a few. Not, he's it's like, like I think one, the, right? I think he may be the oh, least two. I think he may be the least favorite Bond of people's. No, no, no. Uh, it was George t- Lazenby is the least favorite. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true because I don't George even Lazenby. He was, in, George he was Lazenby. on one Bond. He was the only Australian Bond. Yeah. Fun fact. There you go. There you go. Bond Timothy fact. Dalton, right. Neville right. Sinclair. But Tim- Timothy Dalton is... Uh, As a villain, is fantastic. He's good. He's good a good villain. actor. Good villain. Couldn't say the film. Good villain. Um, good yeah, he's a, he's a good actor in this. I mean, he's Timothy Dalton. He's doing his thing. You know, I, think I feel good. like that's how that's always the character I, I think of him as as somebody like that with like that same type of accent. Is that just how he is in every movie? I mean, he's British. Well, yeah, he used his own accent. That high brow British kind of. I think that's just how he talks. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Maybe he that's doesn't. why I got the James yeah. Bond. It, part. it only got weird in this movie for like the point five seconds that he suddenly became full on German. German at I the don't, end. At the end, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like Shell. blown away by that one too. I'm like, so, why did this? Oh, I'll blow her brains. I'm like, all over well, the interior. No, like, I, what the fuck? No, no, why can't you, know you know pronounce why? W's anymore? Yeah. You know why? <laughs> you had the most. I thought about this. I thought about this. I blamed Disney for this one because it's like, oh, they don't want any Americans to be like a traitor. Because there's not, he's not a, at that point, he's not a traitor. He's yeah, just but a, that, that doesn't explain he's just why a he German had to be... who infiltrated America. <laughs> I don't think Disney had the same clout in 91 as they do now. Are you fucking kidding I me? I mean, they're still, they're <laughs> still, <laughs> still <laughs> fucking they're kidding still, me? Not, not in this terms, because keep in mind, they're still just barely coming off of doing more adult themed shit. This is just barely no. the beginning of that. Disney's still Wasn't Disney. Like, dude. big animated films coming out at this time with Disney. Like, Hit him with 91 93, films. man. There's Beauty never and the Beast and shit. There's never been a time when there wasn't big animated yeah. films. Yeah. I would say it's not ever been a this time where that, Disney this movie, was not... this movie is definitely the tail end of the more yeah, 91. adult. This is more t- the tail end of the adult themed Disney movies. Or the adult situation. Yeah, but Disney I don't think films. that the, the adult theme, themed Disney movies were, were like successful. bankrupting Disney at the time. No, they, they 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 weren't successful, but they weren't bankrupting. You Hell can't no, bankrupt they, you Disney. Can't. They got too big to fail. Two parks. <laughs> no, two parks. Yeah, nobody, nobody even talked about them losing money. Who bring money up? You sound like it. I don't know. No, I, I didn't just, say that at all. I just what, said. But then what I are you said, getting what, at? What, what I what I was getting at was like he's making it sound like. Disney wouldn't have allowed for uh, a character to be a, an American trader, which he completely is in this entire fucking movie. It's in it, you can't dispute it. No, right. But what I'm saying is, in 1991, Disney was still uh, they were on the tail end of it, but they were still okay with putting out American themed shit. So they wouldn't have been afraid Dude. of that in 91. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. You're saying that because of the dark, like the ha- atmosphere of the the yeah, previous so the film, House of Mouse would not have been like you can't put that in our film. How many? Yeah. Okay, this dude switches to German at the end. Like nobody's like yeah, someone... that's what I, that's what we were originally talking about. Which yeah, is like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, he was German think... the whole time, pretending to be American. Well, yeah, yeah. no, unless he was pretending about... to be like British. Guys, unless or he was something. that good of an actor. 
That's the whole thing. He, he made to... you think he was a British guy pretending to be a German when in all the whole time he was British the whole time. He was British the whole time. He was, <laughs> he was British pretending to be American. God, that guy was good. He, <laughs> I mean, it only cracks in once when he threatens to shoot so, ben, Jenny, and then when he leaves, he's just like, he's back to his normal voice. Yeah, like, he's like, like, not I was like, I was like is, was this day one on the set? You decided to try out that German voice? You're like, no, nah, I'm not going to use this the rest of the movie. <laughs> I have a question. This is the last scene. Why wouldn't it too? Makes no sense to me, Kyle. Did, why, did, does, Disney used Nazi uh, themes in a lot of their films. No, I think you're thinking like George Lucas, which George well, Lucas is. This yeah. is this, this part. Jo- Why do you think that John Johnson is part of the crew? I'm just curious because if they don't, then this would be kind of weird for Disney to use it as a theme. But if they have used it prior to this. I wonder, like, because it's so family, right? It's so, like, you know, you'd think that'd be something they'd want to leave out of their content, but it's not. Well, I think there was, like I said, I think at the time they were still okay. It, it hadn't 100% become what Disney is today. Oh, I still think Disney at would do, time. A, do a movie like this today. I don't think so. I not do. with n- not branded Disney. They would they would shove it under one of their other distribution companies, but they wouldn't throw the fucking Because when I watch this movie, it. the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, you know what this movie needs? This movie needs an like some uh, just a little bit of an edge. Like I didn't even think it was that See, edgy. Guys, I think the Nazi thing's an easy way to go. I right? think so too. It's the only people that you it's the can ultimate shoot enemy, and not feel right? bad about it as you're yeah. American, you know? Yes. I, and I'm pretty sure that's why Well it takes place in a so time many period. films use Nazis as being the ultimate. Yeah, but villains. let's not forget this is this is pulling from a source material and they stay true to some aspects of it, which like the Nazi was an aspect of it. So. I know, I'm yeah. just saying I'm just saying, you know, it's a it's kind of a horrific thing that happened and, and Disney for some reason strikes me as a type of company that maybe wouldn't use certain themes in their films but you know I didn't know if they had used this theme before you prior make this movie without it when it takes place like what the story is about yeah no you, you, it has to be it has to be set here you have to have that grandiose villain because yeah. Because that really helps drive home the kind of the 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 Americana that this whole was film's an all about, right? Gotcha. Yeah, and that was the enemy at the time. That's when this technology was actually starting to become discovered, or like, at least it was being talked about in science fiction novels yeah, and right. shit like that. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. It's part of history. I like it. I like Historical. the fact that there's a you know that's it's like this movie that the, these are the part of the the weird Disney films that wouldn't be made. And, and when I say wouldn't be made, I, I specifically mean Disney has a very strong rule against what they throw their Disney logo in front of. So, and what goes under that that distribution wing of Disney. So, like, this would never happen again. Newsies would never happen again because there's kids smoking in that. Most of the shit from the era we already discussed in previous episodes, those darker films, is never going to happen again. And that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool I would aspect. never label this film as a dark film. He's that- missing his point. He's saying that... Look, they're coming off the tail end of this. It's not like Disney's going to sit there and he's saying this close to it. It's not like Disney's like, oh, no, but Nazis are going too far. You know? And I'm saying that this movie would not be made today with these Nazi themes in it under the fucking flag of Disney, which this movie is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was an evolution. (laughs) Like, they were, they were, they don't throw Disney in front of Marvel films. They they never throw Disney in front of those because those are adult, those, those have more adult themes. Is it odd that Disney would use this as a theme? No, that was my. I'm going to tell you question. know why. No. I'm going to tell you why. No, because I think enough kids were also watching Indiana Jones, and exactly. they were like, "Who gives a shit?" Right. That's, you know, that's like, a great point to bring up because this is essentially Indiana Jones with a rocket pack. 
You know what I mean? Well, they maybe they thought that's what it was going to be. Well, I mean, if you want, I think this is what give, they're trying to do. But yeah, for sure. And if you want, it's just that's that's a loose. I'm not. Let's not hard fast on that, guys. <laughs> It's not hard and fast on everything that comes out of my mouth tonight, huh? <laughs> Let's just get that Cody. out of the way. Cody. No, but I think they were they were shooting for that. They were shooting for adventure film, but we're gonna with the angle of technology. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. But we're gonna keep the Nazi piece of it. We're gonna keep the the heroic. It's a cool guy. hero. But you know what? You Makes are right. No sense. But I, cool hero. I was just at Disneyland, and and I did ride the Indiana Jones ride. I think twice. Not a single Nazi on that, right? Sure, there wasn't. No, you don't not. find a single Nazi. Plenty of stormtroopers walking around. In what, what, no Nazis. What world would that be? Where you go on a ride at a Disney theme park and there's a fucking Nazi flag not a world anywhere? Not, well, I mean, it not doesn't a even have to be a flag, but at least you know there's no Nazis shooting in Indy. You know? No, he's got too much. He's got he got bowling balls got and darts to worry about. about. Yeah, bowling balls. <laughs> watch out for them bowling balls. balls. Yeah, right. And then we can't forget to talk about um, probably the most blatant ripoff in this movie, which is, what's his name, Lurch? Oh, no, Lothar. 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 Oh, can can I tell you something? Yeah. Not my favorite character. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I loved him. Really? Why? I thought he was one of the better things about this oh, movie. Man, I love yeah. him too. He's the most he's the most memorable thing of this that, movie. That face, man. That yeah. voice though does not go with it's it. It's so and Dick Tracy. This is so Dick Tracy. It's and like what are you saying is the blurp off Dick Tracy? Yeah, well, it's definitely okay. a rip off. I just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Prune, it's all I said was bro. rip off, and then this kept is a going. blatant rip off. Dick Tracy. <laughs> it's bru- it's prune face. It's it's a lot of characters. Well, it's a, it's a lot. Tracy. I think I think I think they just can't. But you know what? Has anybody even read the comic? No. I'm sure this character, this character could be totally in there. I'm and sure if he looks did. like this, why, you know, why wouldn't they? I think that they just yeah. found a way to sort of do it a cool thing to make it more comic book like yes. by morphing someone's face to look like and that. I, I, yeah, chiseled. And, and I shit. did like this character because out of all of the people that that the Rocketeer goes up against, I mean, this is the only one that I feel like is like genuinely like there's danger involved. Like this guy can probably this guy folds somebody in half yeah. in the movie. Like he's there's he some, does it twice actually. Like, even, that's, yeah. his, that's his signature. He yeah. folds his, in half. I even like his, his slapsticky MO. moments too. You know where he's yeah, like yeah. trying to grab him, slipping around. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's. He's a fun character yeah, in a movie that needs fun characters. Here's a question about Lothar. Was Lothar working for the Nazis? Yes. yes. So he was a Nazi too? Yes. He was okay. working for Neville, right? He, yes. Neville called him and told him that he yes. had like a job for yeah, him. Yeah, because the mob okay, wasn't but, getting the job done. Well, that's right. what, when he says, I have a job for you, immediately I'm thinking he's some sort of... That's like the Nazi. Like, that's, like, that's like the Hail Mary right there. You got to throw that, that Nazi, yeah, that Nazi giant, weapon, man. That Nazi giant weapon. at your problem. There was a lot, apparently there was a lot of Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> a lot of Nazis, because if you remember the end of the film, yeah. they just jumped out of the bushes. Dude, they were like... hundred strong. That's the one I keep thinking about. I keep racking my brain. I'm like, so wait. Wait, are they, is they all just sympathizers, or are they actual Nazis no, that they've act- been bussing in? Well, guys, they came in a fucking blimp. Yeah, th- yeah, but those with didn't the, repel the out of the blimp. <laughs> yeah, but like if you can see, yeah, but this uh, is also this is also 1930, sneak- right? So the. Right, the, the, they have a whole thing where they say they're expecting that blimp to come in. Right, I like, know that's like supposed to be like a a par- they're parading it almost. Yeah, right. But in 1930, was it the threat to the world that they were? In later years, in I can't remember. When did they invade? This is thirty-eight. The movie takes place in thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah, this movie takes place in nineteen thirty-eight. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say because that I thought it took place in nineteen thirty. No, thirty-eight. Well, in the thirties. Nineteen thirty-eight. Nineteen thirty-eight. It's like the beginning of the Nazi. I mean, yeah. 
45? Wait. It's when the war like ends. Chancellor of Germany from 1933 oh, to 1945. Man. So it was like right in that. The fact that we're doing this. No, I just want to know July, what just... year. I just want to know what <laughs> know. year I'll, the movie know, took uh, place. That's all I was curious. 1938. All right. So I retracted everything I was going to say. Perfect. So <laughs> Hitler was a threat at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Well, I mean, they they have propaganda videos of it. Well, and yeah. like this, it's always was rumored that Hollywood stars were Nazi. There was Hollywood stars that were Nazi sympathizers. Sympathizer, and were also like spies, right? Which is totally what the the Neville Sinclair character is playing up on, and right. Errol Flynn, uh, and. Uh, you know, and you had these guys flying around in 1938. You had these guys flying around in jetpacks without burning their ass or legs. Yeah, pretty amazing. Flame retardant <laughs> pants, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how that worked. Ran That's... on alcohol. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say no. They say that he's like the canister is still cold, <laughs> right? And it's and then you find out that it's because Howard Hughes created like a two. Container, double walled, yeah. yeah, double walled system, and that's why it always stays cold. But like the fire's not cold, no, because yeah. <laughs> he's burning shit not. up with it. He's burning up flags and like he's flying off. Did everybody notice that he like fires off the American flag and like the it's like fire beneath it? No, which leads me to believe that the flag would have caught a fire. Yeah, I it, it's fu- it's funny. I always remember that scene like iconically, like oh, what are, that's an iconic image. Rocketeer saying against the American flag, and then watch the movie. I was just like. Man, you just lit that fucking flag on fire. God <laughs> damn. fucking lit it on fire. Shit. You unpatriotic <laughs> bastard. Anyway, so we, the, I mean to say that, that that definitely the rocket's giving off fire if it's burning flags. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's, right? It's oh. a hateful un-American rocket. <laughs> <laughs> but it has the ability well, I mean, to burn. I mean, it was, built, it was built by Howard Hughes, so. Wow. Yeah. yeah the, Howard Hughes makes an appearance in this movie several times. Not weird. Why do you think he was important Disney to went, this story? Disney went real not weird on it. Because it, it, it's, it's like having like... Like Tesla it's as like a, a character, yeah, it's like a little yeah. Myth. It's, like, it's like Tesla in that ma- magician movie, and I yeah. think it's also you know going to like the accuracy of the history in this, yeah, right? Because they even show like the freaking spruce goose at one point in time, and yeah. him going, "It will fly," which is like you know, mm-hmm. if you know anything about the history, it's like this big plane that right. nobody, everybody's like, "No, it'll never fly," but. You know, it stops when the Nazis invade, I think. Yeah. And sneak a blimp <laughs> in <laughs> the United States. Well, no, you, they knew it was coming. He's not all germaphobed yet. He's still just inventing rocket packs. Yeah, no, no <laughs> jars of piss yeah. lining his walls. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told Mike they need to make they need to make a sequel so they so they can have they can have older Howard Hughes or he's like hiding burgers in trees. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking fucking PV's like trying to have a conversation about mechanics. Just like why is that? Why do you have a plate and a burger and a tree? Why do you have that, Howard? Why do you have that, Howard? <laughs> it, it, then PV, that PV walks out of the room slowly, just like. Yeah. <laughs> That's when this film gets real dark. <laughs> it's, it's actually Rocketeer 2, which is the slower descent. <laughs> it's a madness. It's, it's basically Aviator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Rocketeer. We'll be right back. Where's my rocket pack, Secord? you got to let me use it one more time. I'm tired of square dancing with you, kid. I can slap you with grand theft, treason, espionage, and that's just my shortness. Willie, give me the cuffs. No, look, they got my girl. Ah, oh, God, Cliff, no. Yeah, they set up a rendezvous. They want to swap Jenny for the rocket. Look, kid, I understand how you feel, but you've got to let us handle this. i got to go alone or they're going to kill her. I'll give you a rocket back tomorrow, I swear. Hey, this ain't negotiation. Those guys are playing for keeps. I can handle Valentine. The Valentine gang has only hired muscle. They're working for a Nazi agent. 
Someone we think is highly placed in Hollywood society. Someone our intrepid G-men have been unable to identify. It's Neville Sinclair. What? It's Neville Sinclair. It was mentioned earlier, but uh, the soundtrack is one thing I, I do love about this movie. The uh, uh, Horner. Uh, yeah, James J- Horner. James, John, jo- Jonah. We're not, I'm not, I don't oh, remember. That's terrible. Yeah. This guy is a fucking legend. He yeah, is. He's been doing this for like so 60 odd years. He passed away too, I think. So fucking Oh, good. really? Yeah, Amazing. So. Well, Amazing not that closer. he died. That part's not good. Yeah. But yeah. the soundtrack, <laughs> fucking great. It is a great soundtrack. Yeah, recently. Very epic. Very sweeping. Sounds like an adventure, man. And yes. to answer your question, he was the uh, conductor. I don't know. He wasn't the composer, but he was the conductor in Willow. Yeah, sounds may, makes sense because there's a lot he of similarities. Also did some Titanic, Avatar. Uh, yeah, dude, this, these impact. guys these guys are working with the biggest dudes in yeah. fucking Hollywood. Like, oh yeah, that's film? what I didn't realize about Joe Johnston that he was like well, part of that whole crew. Like the star, he was like in, the, yes. worked with Star Wars, like George Lucas. Like, I was like crazy. And then he did he directed Jumanji. Like, I don't know if we even talked about that, but no, we didn't. But damn, yeah, it's like, but but going into like technical, like this guy's seasoned. He is seasoned, and it shows in this film. Look, on the technical aspect of it, it you were right earlier when you said it's a Disney film, and it, it is a Disney film. You can tell it's quality from from the co- the costuming is amazing. Like that costume, I'm sorry, the Rocketeer costume is iconic. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's a cool looking. Like, you know, you see it, you know what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. It is a cool look. It is, and and I, they worked a long time on what it should be. Like they tried a bunch of different things. There was a lot of dissension between like what it should look like, and they ended up going back to like what it originally was kind of designed as. So, and even the way that they like, I feel like the way that they portray the 1930s with the set design, as I said earlier, I think that's pretty solid and good. You know, I do have my 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 issues with it, which I can save for my review. But or but I technical wise, te- not technical. It's style wise. Okay, I think like in my opinion, so I have some issues technical wise, but I, if in my opinion, like. Johnston played it too safe. Whereas, like, uh, and I'm not a fan of the film either. Dick Tracy tried to make it look somewhat like a comic strip and yeah. like go the comic book route. I felt like they tried to ground this one more in reality as much as they could, except for the one character who has a big fat lip and right. is seven feet tall. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I got I got the impression from this he was shooting for like the 1930s movie look. Yeah. Yes, the glamour, like the Ar- yeah, yeah, the Errol Flynn. Yeah, I, I agree know, with that. Yeah, suave. Yeah. So it's a di- it's a different approach to to showing a period piece. I think Dick Tracy is definitely more stylistic. I for think sure. If we would have hit more stylistic with this movie and a little more edge and a little bit darker, this movie would have been a lot better. Well, Dick Tracy's like '30s street gangster. This is like '30s Hollywood. You yeah, know, like this is. Like that's more the backdrop. You're fighting the side. Nazis, Chris. The only thing it's I the would... goddamn Nazis. The I mean, mo- the, the mob is involved. The Nazis are involved, but yeah. But they all seem so the backdrop like, is insane. like the, even the mob seems like not even threat. I want to give the mob guy a hug at the end of the film. He's <laughs> not even threatening. You know. Well, he's not threatening when he's. Again, not. He shoots a lot of Nazis. He does shoot a lot. <laughs> I of think those. he's pretty threatening <laughs> in that aspect. Can I talk about a scene we didn't I know we're in technical, but a scene that I did think was like that was threatening was so. when the mob guys come into the the shop or whatever and the, ca- the cafe the cafe. Yeah, 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 the cafe and he he basically he like throws the coffee pot and he fucking pushes over the 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 stand full of pies and shoots the fucking stereo. Like that scene actually did feel tense for a second. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, like it's gonna go down. And they were gonna put Alan Arkin's face on the grill. 
Like I was like, okay, there's some like tension going on here. Yeah. I like this. This is well done. That was a, that yeah. So I'll agree that that was like one of the scenes that felt really threatening in this movie. Yeah. I want to talk about technical because I mean, yeah, technical. I mean, the way it's shot, the way it's staged, the way it's designed, solid, everything. I got a gripe just about the visual effects. I know yeah. it's I know it's the early '90s. Most of the visual effects are on point, but fucking fucking that death at the end where it's just a red face coming at the camera. Uh, yeah. like, God damn, yeah, that's, that was incredible. I wish they would have just went with the first scene we see, which is him coming out. He catches on fire, and then it's just an actual fireball, and it's like cool. Yeah. But no, it's got cut to. <laughs> and it's just a red face, and then explodes the the land off of Hollywood land. Yeah, I thought that was just ugh, painful to watch. Man. That face shot. Yeah, some of the, the effects. It's kind. It is hard because it's ninety one. They're a little rough now. Yeah, I was the, the thing I had the biggest issue with. I think effects wise was that it looked like he was in front of a screen on a wire, like, or it looked like he was just being flown around it looked, on a wire. It looked too much like, like Superman. It was yeah. like, Superman looked good at, for the time, but you go back and watch the original Superman, and it just looks green screened as fuck. I have a technical issue. Good. I'd We're like talking talk about technicals about now. Um, the technical issue I have is Disney's reaction to Jennifer Connelly's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they love them. That there's that scene where he introduces oh doubly uh, yeah and he just stares at her breast and the pink camera pans down. They talk a lot about her breasts a lot in this film yeah, actually. They yeah, they make a point to like be like, hey, this girl's running around with breasts. Yeah, she's got big <laughs> tits. So, let's let's call attention. It's a weird. It's a weird Disney uh, move. It's a well, weird move. It's a move Disney. that I appreciate. Nazis are in this, so you know. So I know I'm getting off. I know I'm getting away from technical, but I, no, mean, I guess it, Cody wanted edgy. What, there, what there more do you want, Cody? Pan. That I think, <laughs> yeah, there really, was, there was a can, really yeah, sold that. A Dutch angle on her tits. <laughs> what do you say we rated this man with Jammer? Oh, we're done with talking about technical. I wonder how many Dutch angle tits we're gonna give this film. <laughs> did, you have, did you have more technical you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah, I thought we were on like a roll. I thought we were or, doing, yeah, we were kind doing of doing good. a thing. I don't know. I, I, I really got somewhere he's got to go to bring it. No, I was just. I thought we. I thought we had hit most hit of a wall. I thought we had a wall. What else did you want to talk about, Chris? I'm sorry. Um, I want to talk about how in Disney movies, the the music never stops. The score, like it starts and it never ends. Yeah, this really one, it, it like just it, keeps it keeps going. True. There's always music in in. It's true that I, I wish there was like better like swells or crescendos music in certain scenes. You know, like some scenes where it's like it should be like here's the big hit of the music. It's just like. It kind of doesn't do it. Like when he pulls his helmet off at the end with the meetup leg, like, I feel like that's a great moment for like almost like a hero moment when he pops his helmet off. You can hit it hard with some music and it just doesn't happen. It's just like, uh, it's just like a wet blanket right there. <laughs> right. So you're saying they're, are they doing a sequel to this movie or a remake? So it's a, it, it, from what I read, the, the plan is like a sequel reboot. Okay, so it, it takes but it takes place. <laughs> supposedly, what's been discussed is it takes place like five years later, and it stars some some up and coming um, pilot. I think that she's African American. She's like one of the first like stunt pilots of the day, and okay. she comes across uh, another jetpack. Which who knows? Maybe PV built it or some. Well, shit. I mean, they insinuated well, yeah, at the end do. of this movie. It's like yeah. they kind of open it up the for plans, that sequel yeah. that they yeah. almost certainly were sure they were going to be able to pull off. Right. Yeah, yeah, and then they made six million dollars. Yeah, and they're like, "You're not getting a sequel." I mean, it's enough for a sequel, right? This is one movie I I will say, man. I I would love. uh, I I would. I was gonna put this in my review, but I'll just say it now. I I would love a reboot. I would love this movie to be redone because it has 
all of the elements of something cool. Mm-hmm. I agree you know, with that. it's got all the uh, awesome set pieces. It's got a, a very, very iconic character, a really cool like gadget in it with the jetpack. Good villains, but yeah, I agree. The movie just needs more, a, l- a little more edge to a little more action, a little, little darker. I completely agree. That would make a solid reboot or even a sequel if they wanted to to maintain characters. Uh, so. Are we going to rate this, Mammer Jammer? Yeah, we can rate it. No, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready now. No, oh, I'm ready. I've, I've said it. No, I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> what are we rating it? We're rating it fucking. We're rating it fucking jetpacks, man. Fucking jetpacks. Je- fucking jetpacks. Let me say fucking jetpacks. rockets. Backpack powered rockets. <laughs> I'm powered by your. Are you going first? I want to go first. Oh, good. I good. think everybody knows where I'm going. Yeah, yeah one. I think it was pretty clear. No, I give it the. I give it two. I gave Rocketeer two. Most of it lies that that two lies on the technical. Otherwise, from that man, this is an action adventure film that has a bunch of crashes up until about the last thirty minutes of it when shit starts finally fucking happening. <laughs> um, it's slow. It's a solid two hour film, and this movie is slow. It's slow, and the, I'm sorry, the main character's not charismatic enough to keep my attention. The the hero is just. I mean, the this cool thing about him is his look. It sucks. <laughs> like, what? I want to like a hero. Like, I like Captain America, and he looks cool. Wait, what do you mean? You don't think the Rocketeer looks cool? You don't think no. the Rocketeer looks cool? I said, no, I said he looks cool. That's all he's got, but I don't like him. Oh. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. Gotcha. Captain America, I like him, and he looks cool. But wait, 1990 Captain America? Even 1990 Captain America. That's a bold face <laughs> line, man. Go back to that review. But, like, as far as music goes and just how this movie is filmed and stuff like that and the set design, like, I think it's good. I think if they would have gone for more of a comic book feel with this instead of trying to be so grounded in reality, it would have been a lot better. Um, but, you know, it's 91. It was very light films at this time. I don't think it's a cult film. Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah, I think you all, I mean, I think everybody got it from what I've said throughout the whole show. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, derailed from the yeah. get-go. I think you gave your review in the first five minutes of a conversation. <laughs> Never to be watched again by Cody. <laughs> no, uh, like, it's, I would put it on, like, I, I agree with Kyle. Like, I think the concept, I would love to see the concept brought up again because I think the concept is cool. It just needs to be done right. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. You had, a hun- you had some heavy fucking hitter filmmakers on this film, and it made $6 million over its budget. Like, that's not great. And, like, that says something about the film. The script is fucking flat. I'm sorry. It's a boring, flat script. Like, and the main character is boring. But wait a second. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think the film does $6 million because the director does a bad job. Are you insinuating that? No, I'm saying all the filmmakers. Like, everyone on... This was a team effort. No, no, but... (laughs) Here's the thing. I think, for whatever reason, when this film came out, it must not have impressed... People and because if they if, if well, they saw it already, then they already they've already spent the money. You, you, so it went up against Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, okay. another big ass film, City Slickers, huge okay. fucking comedy. Yeah, yeah, uh, some movie Dying Young. I don't remember that. What's Dying Young? Wait, is that with that? Oh no, that's Forever Young. I'm thinking of with Mel Gibson. Yeah, right. That's Julia Roberts and Campbell Scott. But yeah. so it went up against Prince of Thieves, which if you're putting an action movie up against another action, can I tell you movie, something? Like, I'll tell you the one I saw <laughs> in theaters. I'll tell you the one I saw in theaters out of those two. Prince of Thieves. Prince of fucking Thieves. Uh, yeah. I saw Prince both of, of those. I think I, saw, I think I saw both of And trust those. me, not a great movie. Prince of Thieves? I want to go back and watch yeah, that. Yeah, dude. kind of love that film. Kevin Costner is, he's not British in that film once. <laughs> no, he's not. It's I'm not, like, he's I'm not like how does everybody else have an accent but you? <laughs> With a Texas accent. It's funny. Um, no, I yeah, I don't think that like it's like it got bad reviews and people were like, we well, on, I better not go see that. Are we on your review now? 
No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm still yeah, yeah. addressing yeah, we're, Cody's we're, point. We're ending, yeah. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> Our reviews include commentary. I yeah. mean, something must have made this film disinteresting to audiences yeah, at the time. the main character. But th- they would have had to have seen the main character, right? I mean... No, people talk. It's like, dude, you know what? A couple of people, when they went and saw... My big fat Greek wedding, and then what happened? Everyone's mom saw it. Okay, I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess if it had gotten good word of mouth, maybe people would have ran it. Yeah, it. but I just remember the marketing being big. But I also remember the marketing being huge for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It was pretty huge. Sure that yeah. also had a breakfast cereal. Dude, can I tell you something? <laughs> it did. I had. It did. I had, did I had, it really? I had the action. What was figures. it like? Pine trees. I had fucking. <laughs> I had. The, the, most, the most gritty, boring breakfast cereal ever. It actually tastes like pine. <laughs> pine cereal. Like <laughs> I had the action figures. I had the fucking um, nodding, like cone. the forest. I had the forest <laughs> hideout for, for Prince of Thieves. Everybody like, wanted a bow yeah. and arrow. Dude, everyone. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, I had a Nerf arrow. one, yes. dude. I remember. Yeah, for sure. It's so yep. fun. Yep. I mean, l- listen. Joking. Who knows? Maybe maybe if it if maybe it, if it didn't maybe if it didn't go up against <laughs> if it didn't go up against like Prince of Thieves and Six Liggers, who knows? We could maybe it did yeah, a little it bit better. Yeah, it might have made a lot more money. I, I just I just don't I don't think it's because it wasn't uh well done or it didn't No. Look, something about the film maybe wasn't on the pulse of audiences at the time. And dis- maybe because it was a Disney film well, trying to do with all these other films that, that That's true. And, and that's a great point because uh there's another quote I read where uh, Disney specifically reached uh, released it under Touchstone Pictures out of the, out of North America, mm-hmm. thinking that it, in hopes that it, it will attract a more teenage the audience, the one they were going for, and that could be. I think I think the Disney name on it on adult. Yeah. No. All right, Mike. How many fucking rockets are you gonna give it? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it three rockets. I I don't well, you know it's not it... fucking rockets. That's not good. That's lower. What? We're giving it fucking rockets. Oh, is rockets? it fucking rockets? No, we're giving it rockets. Okay, just rockets. rockets. All right. Actually, it's j- I thought it was jetpacks. Fucking jetpack rockets. All right, it's jetpacks. <laughs> Man power. Okay, jetpacks. <laughs> Man powered pack. Regardless, I'm giving it three. I don't think it's a, a bad film. I I do kind of agree with you, Cody. I think that. First three quarters of the film—that's <laughs> <laughs> a big chunk, man. Yeah, it can get, it, 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 there isn't enough action. There's like these pocket parts yes. of action in it, and I kind of wanted to see more of like the Rocketeer being a hero. But you really only get that at the end when he flies up to the Zeppelin and tries mm-hmm. to save the girl. Um, I don't mind the lead actor. I think he does a great job for what he—he's supposed to be, which is the all-American hero. Sure. Like, again, I agree with you. Like, it's a Clark Kent, but, I mean, that's what Clark Kent's supposed to be, too. He's supposed to be like that, hi, I'm a everyday American, and I believe in justice, and, yeah, you know, like, he's just that dude. Yeah. Um, that being said, like, there's some weird risk, risque parts of this, namely surrounding Jennifer Connelly's breasts, <laughs> and I don't know why that's in there. I guess you could have made him a little dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> that was the case. I don't know. Get him a little dirtier. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> It's a little weird. That's all I'm saying. I, there's a weird infatuation in this movie that surprised me coming from Disney. It's not weird, actually. <laughs> well, no, no, because we. this is something we didn't talk about, but this story was actually came from a more adult theme. So her character actually was based on Betty Page originally, and the character was supposed to work in the adult in- entertainment industry, but obviously Disney was not having that, so they fucking changed that shit. So it kind of makes sense that they did a little titillation with the character because of who she was modeled after, but okay, obviously yeah. didn't go too True. far with it. Yeah. So, all right, Chris, the more you know. There's not really that much 
I could say negatively about the Rocketeer. I watched this when I was younger, kind of. Um, I thought it was boring then. And, you know, there's not a lot of bad I can say, but I, I can say that I did find it boring now, too. It's too long for the most part. I, I, I enjoyed the some of the scenes, like, you know, the action pack scenes. I liked the ending of the film. But overall, like, I kept dipping in and out. Um, it's definitely not a bad film, but it is, it's just a Disney film. You know, it's just, I feel like something that came out in the nineties had a jet pack. So it was really cool and interesting. And yeah, it just, it, you know, it follows, you know, kind of a standard Disney model. Um, you know, they don't do anything wrong with it, but they also don't do anything that makes me feel like this is any kind of a classic for me. Certainly not a cult classic, just a Disney, you know, classic, um, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. It's middle of the road because it's not a bad movie at all. It's just, I don't particularly love it. So it's going to be a two and a half. Kyle. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to come in on this one. Like a, I got 3.5. Um, you know, child me would have given this a five and, you know, as an adult, I totally agree. I think it doesn't have nearly enough action in it um, for an action film or an event, even a, just if you can just call it an adventure film. Like it doesn't it, it needs more. It needs more of that. I agree with Mike. It needs way more of the Rocketeer being the Rocketeer, being a hero. Um, I think this film falls a little bit victim to the times, man. Comic book movies in the 90s sucked. They were not that good. And they had not figured out the formula fuck they haven't figured out they didn't figure out the formula until 2008 i gotta say like <laughs> even even like the early shit from marvel with the exception of spider-man and dc is, still hasn't figured out dc the still hasn't figured it out but <laughs> yeah i i think i think all the right tools are there all the proper pieces for this to be a, like a really awesome action adventure film even darker film is it should it should happen and i would love to see a sequel or a reboot or something of this movie um but yeah, I mean, I I can't deny there's just there's too many there's too many dialogue romant romantic moments in this film that just fall flat. So, three point five from Kyle. Three point five from Kyle. That's our show this week. Before we go though, we got a review to read. Review to read. Who wants to read it? All right. So Let's yeah, go. we've got a review to read. Yet yeah, number one hundred five star review. This is coming at us from Reformed Baptist. Mm. Title says "Try the Punch," and his review says. This is a great show. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Number 100, keeping it short hey, and sweet. Listen, Let's see how number 200 Thank does. you. That's a very nice review that you left number us. Number 100. Number 100 review. Remember, guys, you could be the next 100. You could be 200. <laughs> yeah. Just go write them down. Give us a review, guys. It really helps us out. We really appreciate everybody who's uh, all 100 of you. We appreciate those reviews. Uh, I'm even sad we you... didn't get a pizza party, but I thank you for your efforts. Yes. Maybe we'll have one at one-on-one. We'll see. This is uh, just empty promises. Remember, if you leave us a review, we'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. Head over to redbubble.com, cult film shop in the search bar, or CFIR. Purchase a shirt, then head over to our YouTube uh, page. Subscribe there. And then you can go and follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ah! cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at... Ah! At my studio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, but also, don't forget to follow us on, because I forgot this and Kyle didn't catch it. What's that? G- you didn't catch it. Follow us on social media at ColdFilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter and then also our Facebook page. That's our show for this week. 
Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.